Welcome to the Accidental Muralist Podcast. This is Pam Concier. My business is called All Hands Art, and today is episode 12. I've circled around the calendar year. Um, I'm putting out one per month, and I started last February. So this is wrapping up one year of podcasting, which made me want to spend this time together explaining the how and why of podcasting. Why do I do this and how do I do this? Because the reason that I call my business All Hands Art is that my goal as a recovering good girl um, person with so many creative hangups that it took me about 35 years or to start doing the thing I had wanted to do since I was five, which was be an artist, um, I've, I've had to dismantle a lot of hangups. And um, so with All Hands Art, my goal is to remove the separation between who is an artist and who is not allowed to be an artist because that is a false barrier. Um, we have this narrative in our culture that you have to somehow be anointed. It helps if you're a little bit crazy, <laughs> if you have some kind of, you know, mental or emotional um, instability. Somehow that helps. Um, we have all these stories around who are, who the real artists are, and I think that is false. I think that humans are a creative species. And art is something that comes out of your heart, the center of your being. And it could be putting paint on canvas. It could be the way you cook for your friends. Um, whatever, whatever gets your creative juices flowing and brings you joy, that's where your art is. And so I try with my business and this podcast, I'm trying to demystify how art is made, who's allowed to make it, you know, try to try to help you through the mental blocks um, so that you can really start living with more joy in your life because there's a lot of joy and meaning and connection in art making, first and foremost to your own self. And then when you share your art, that's a way to connect with people. The inauguration was two days ago. And um, if you don't believe in the connection that art can create, think about Amanda Gorman's poem at the inauguration and how she, her words pierced straight to our collective heart. That's what happens. That's what can happen when you share your art. So my tagline for my business, All Hands Art, is make art, make stuff, share it, heal the world. That kind of sums up my view of what it's all about. So why this podcast? I have to confess that I have had this secret desire to be interviewed. <laughs> Here's The reason why is that I'm middle-aged, I'm 55, I've done so much work over the past two or three decades to challenge my own belief systems, challenge every assumption that I've ever had, and I've learned a lot, and I've moved far in my 
career and in my thinking from somebody who needs to like do everything right to get the approval of other people to using my own senses and body and signals that I feel in my body to guide the work that I do. And I have a lot to say about it. The other truth is that as a middle-aged white lady, like people are not lining up to interview me as I'm not an internet sensation, I'm not super rich, my art is not on magazine covers. You know, I'm one of my biggest successes is that I have been able to redefine success for myself. So I lead a happy, quiet life. I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world. I spend the days in my art studio, which is beautiful, and I'm surrounded with colorful things and materials and a lot of artwork that I've made and some that other people have made and the potential for making a lot more. And, um, you know, I've reached this place where, like, there's not a single thing in my life that I'm lacking. And I feel like I have a lot to share. And we live in an age where we don't need gatekeepers anymore to anoint us. And so think about that. I, I feel like I'm probably one of very few women in the history of humanity who has the freedom, the financial means, the technology, the education, and some skills, and some time and the luxury of having already raised my children and they're independent on their own. I have nobody who, you know, who I'm taking care of who requires my care all day, every day. I have this enormous freedom and privilege. And so the question, the only question is, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I do whatever I can do to make use of this incredibly privileged opportunity that I have to make things and put them into the world. So instead of waiting for somebody to call me because they want to interview me, I thought, why don't I make a podcast so I can say the things that I want to say and I can interview other people and share those conversations. So that's, that's really the why. And close, tagged close to that is why not. And the realization that if I didn't, if I had this idea to do it and I kind of wanted to do it, the only question I needed to answer myself is why not? Like there's absolutely nothing standing in my way. So I did. So that's the why. And then the, the goal of the podcast, and you can help me out a little bit because I feel like, A, I'm not 100% sure that I'm going to continue with the podcast. So I welcome your feedback on two things. And I'm not like fishing for encouragement, like, yeah, you should keep do it, doing it. Um, because I'll be the judge of whether I, f you know, when I feel like it's kind of run its course. But I set out last year when I started, what I wanted to cover was the messy middle of living a life that is devoted to creativity. So my goal was to have conversations with people. I don't really think of, of them so much as interviews because an interview to me is like a list of questions and you have to just kind of make sure that you get through all your questions. Um, and I, I do have some questions when I, when I talk to a guest on my podcast, but I'm 
equally interested if we go off in interesting directions. I want to follow that to where it goes. So I think of it as a conversation. I wanted to have conversations with people who kind of similar to me are also not famous, <laughs> are not wealthy, don't have best-selling books. Um, you know, it, it was sort of a joke when I started and my first guest was my dear longtime friend Patty Carey and last uh, April I think and we were laughing that you know I should only interview people who don't have a book out who are working on a book but they're not it's not published yet but it has been a goal of mine not only to you know not that I would have access to a lot of famous people even if I wanted to but I intentionally wanted to talk with people you've maybe never heard of unless you're in my close circle and whose book you haven't read because they haven't written it yet except for I did have one illustrator on the podcast uh, Constance Moore and I wanted to be people's first podcast experience so you know not like polished interviewees who've been all over the media because this is the real stuff of a creative life like you know most of your work will be in relative obscurity and that has to be okay like if you're if you're only interested in doing it so that you can um, be a media sensation and be wealthy mm, <laughs> that's that's a problem in so many ways because your I think your art is not going to be coming from a real genuine place and uh, it's just not it's not really going to work out for you the way you expect so I love the guests that I had because they are just figuring it out and there's challenges all the time and you know it's it's precarious and it can be stressful but it's also it's the motivation behind it and the the desire to put something beautiful in the world and that's really what I'm interested in so that's more about the why and I'm gonna include a list of all the people that I did talk with last year on the podcast um, so you can go back and revisit those if you miss them and uh, check out their work so I was talking about the intent the intent was to get into the messy middle of running a creative business and then as you remember about 2020, a few things happened last year. There was a pandemic and then there was a racial upheaval that is, you know, was not the start, but a crescendo of 400 plus years of racial tension in this country. And that shifted my focus a little bit because I wanted to go to a place that was more focused on healing and I believe ultimately that art is healing. It's in my tagline again, all hands art, make stuff, share it, heal the world. But I wanted to drill down in a little bit more explicit way to kind of a national healing and a personal healing that to me I found really has to start with your relationship with your own self and your own body specifically. So about midway or sometime in the summer or fall, I kind of shifted to talking about the body and had some 
guests who were in yoga, massage. Although I had started the year with health, like in the cancer, post-cancer area, that was my friend Patty, and with dance with Brenna. So I guess I kind of was with the body from the beginning because I'm a physically oriented person. But I did slip a little bit away from like the messy middle challenges of running a creative business because I got very focused on the body and I don't regret that. Um, And so if I do carry this podcast forward, I need to figure out what my focus is. And I'm just going to leave it right there because I have not figured that out yet. That's something I'm thinking about. So let's talk about the how. I have invested in no special equipment to make this podcast. I did get a new MacBook Pro, I think it was a year ago. So I do have, you know, decent modern software. My computer before that was almost 10 years old. I was very proud of that. I wore my first MacBook Pro out as much as I could. Um, So I have a pretty new computer, and that is it. I am using the embedded voice recorder that came with on the computer. When I have a guest on the podcast, I am running the voice computer like I am right now. I mean the voice recorder, along with we'll be having our conversation over Zoom because I like to see the person that I'm talking to. So I would be on a Zoom call and recording our conversation for the audio. And then the only other thing that I have that you might not have is I have a website, allhandsart.com. It is hosted on Squarespace. I have a business account. So I think there's a there's like a personal level where your subscription could is a little bit cheaper but I wanted some features like the shop and some other things. So I have sort of like a mid-range level of account on Squarespace. And I noticed uh, in the audio, like when you put in an audio block onto a web page, I noticed that it had um, an option for podcasting. So (laughs) it was just right there. Like, so my thinking last year was I want to be interviewed. Nobody's going to do that. So I will... I will do it myself. I'll interview myself and put it out on the airwaves. And I have this voice recorder built into my computer and I have the podcasting capability built into my website platform that I already am paying for. So again, that question of why not, like, you know, there aren't too many reasons why not. I couldn't come up with any. So more of the nitty gritty about how it's made. I've just been thinking of people maybe brainstorming like, who do I know that is doing some interesting things in the world? And then I will send them an email and say, hey, I have this fledgling podcast and I'm wondering if if you'd be interested in being a guest. And the reaction that I usually get is like, me, really? Like, why why me? And then I have to tell people, well, you're doing interesting things and why not you? And so most of the people have agreed and then we schedule a time where we can have a Zoom chat and then we will 
you know, I'll, I'll let them know in an email ahead of time or a conversation some of the things, the reasons that I want to talk to them and some of the topics of what I'm hoping that we can talk about and what I find interesting about what they're doing. So they kind of know I don't want to get people cold on the spot, not knowing why I have asked them to participate. So I'll give them a little, you know, like here's some of the things that I that I hope to cover. Um, but it's a conversation, not a list of questions. And, you know, I ask if there's things that they want to talk about that I hadn't thought of or hadn't covered. And I enjoy good conversation. That was another another part of the why, I guess, was that I have good conversations in my life with people. Like Patty and I will get on the phone and, you know, we can talk for hours. And sometimes I think as I'm noting what we're what our conversation is about I'm thinking we should record this I'd, I'd had that thought before with Patty because she and I both like to go deep and we know each other well enough that we can be very honest and not judge the decisions or the actions or the questions that we bring to the conversation and so we can cover a lot of ground and go into really personal stories and questions. And I feel fortunate that I have people like that in my life that I can have really honest conversations with. And I'm not sure that everybody does. So another reason why I wanted to do a podcast and to have conversations with people was to, I guess, sort of model what having honest conversations sounds like because there's a level of superficiality in our culture and I think it takes a little courage um, to go deeper and ask the questions that really matter and that's what I like to do and also as an introvert I don't have superficial conversations wear me out really fast but meaningful conversations kind of give me an extra burst of energy. So I wanted to bring conversation to people who, you know, maybe it will help give some people ideas for that it's okay to talk about certain things because we we dug deep into a whole range of topics. So that was another sort of a why and a how. So the the conversations I had with people started with an email of me saying, hey, you know, I thought it would be interesting to have you on the podcast. They're like, what? Why me? And then I had to tell them why and what, what I wanted to talk about. And we scheduled a time and then we had the conversation. Um, in a couple of cases, it was we did a, a do over because for what it, for various reasons, um, you know, maybe they were a little nervous or I was a little off and distracted or something, and that's fine. Um, and then once the conversation is over and I've got the recording, then I have learned how to edit audio now. <laughs> I didn't know how to do that before. Um, so last year was an education in audio editing. Um, this is a one-woman show. I, as far as the technical, you know, I'm, I don't have an assistant. I, my whole work, like I am a solopreneur. That I am a business of one. 
Occasionally I've hired my daughter Elena to do some website tasks for me that she can do long distance. And I've hired, you know, short-term help for from people over the years for specific little things, but 99% of this is just me, including the whole podcast. So that's another reason why I'm trying to decide whether I want to continue because um, it does take a certain amount of time, especially if it's a, if we've talked a lot and I have been, I've had it in my mind that less than an hour long is what will encourage more people to listen to a podcast if it's under an hour. But I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this, recently I've seen podcasts that are like two hours, hour and 45 minutes, two hours and five minutes. So I, this is Brene Brown, this is Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. These are people who um, apparently don't have this hour constraint that I have made for myself. But because I've been trying to keep them under an hour and sometimes we might actually have a conversation over Zoom that's an hour and a half, it ends up being a lot of editing, which is kind of fun because I get to listen to the conversation again and again and and sort of then it becomes um, partly it's editing out the pauses. I do a lot of pauses. Um, some of my guests do. There's sometimes the ums and the uhs and the you knows. And if it's distracting, I'm or if I need to just shorten it by, you know, a whole bunch taking out a whole bunch of one second here, two seconds there. I remove some of those. Um, although I do want it to sound like natural speech, so I'm not too big of a stickler on that. But then it also becomes an editing job that is very much like editing a piece of writing where we've talked about a lot of things, but I need to decide because I'm trying to make it shorter. I need to decide, does this enhance the whole? Are we kind of off topic here? Is this, you know, could we do without this section, even though I might really like what we talked about in that section, sometimes I have to cut those just for the sake of the whole. So the editing process has um, has been pretty interesting. And Patty, like I said, was my first guest for some reason. I don't know how we did this, but we recorded in one shot like a 48 minute or 43 minutes, something like that, recording that had a big, an introduction and a wrapping up. It was my first time doing it and we kind of nailed it and I was like, wow, I'm really good at this. And, then <laughs> and I don't know, that's the only time that I have not had to do any editing. Um, other than there was some, there was about a minute at the end of that recording where it took me a while to figure out how to turn off all the recording devices. So that's the only thing I cut out since that first conversation when I got a little cocky like oh this could be so easy I just have a conversation and then it's done and then I upload it onto my website um, it's it hasn't worked that way I've I've learned a lot about voice recording editing and it's time-consuming but like I said you know it's a challenge it's I don't mind the challenge but I am weighing whether that's what I want to spend a lot of time on this year I don't know yet and then once I have the recording, it's like any other file. I just kind of slide it onto my desktop. I upload it into a web page that I'll create for that podcast, or you know, it's kind of a blog post and also a podcast. So I actually have 
a lot of them in two places on my if you are on my website and you have the menu bar at the top it says blog and it says podcast but since the podcast is one of my three monthly blog posts i'm putting them in both places so i upload it there but and there was some stuff at the beginning squarespace had a little you know instructional video about how to do this to get the podcast published onto apple podcasts which is the only platform that they will directly connect me to so i did that and it took i don't know an hour maybe uh, figuring out how to do that and plugging in some things and doing a little testing and back and forth and they have to check some things on apple's end and on squarespace's end so that took a little bit of research and trying to figure that out and then once once i set that up at the beginning now when i post them on my podcast page it will automatically be uploaded to apple podcasts however i have not taken the trouble to try to get them uploaded to spotify or to podbean or whatever all the many other platforms are or google podcasts because frankly i just haven't done it and i those kinds of things feel like kind of a pain to me and so i procrastinate on them um, so right now it is, it is available out in the world on Apple podcasts and on my website. Those are the two places. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know if I'll change that or not. So those are kind of the ins and outs, the why a podcast and the how did I actually, do I actually make this podcast? And I thought of this phrase the other day actually in the middle of the night when I was awake recently in the wee hours, I thought of this phrase, a curiosity wrapped inside a challenge. And that's how I see the podcast. I was curious about it. I had this sort of urge to have my voice out, like my actual voice in conversation, um, different than writing, which I still love to do. And I, I will continue writing, but I wanted to have more of a conversational voice out in the world um, to talk about things that I want to talk about. And um, so that was the curiosity. And then the challenge was, you know, just purely the challenge of, so am I going to do it or am I not going to do it? Like what is stopping me? And as I said before, there was absolutely nothing stopping me. So. I did it and that felt good. So in some ways when I think, you know, when I consider the possibility of not continuing, one of the main reasons is, well, I've done it. You know, I challenged myself to do it. I did it for a year. I posted 12 episodes. Um, I've proven to myself that I am capable of doing this. And so maybe that challenge is done. I'm not really sure. And another thing that it makes me wonder if I'll continue is that this year, in 2021, I've started a new challenge for myself and for you, um, something that I'm calling the Possibilities Lab. And that's more of a facilitated small group curiosity inside of a challenge. I want to share what I've learned about all of the things that prevent us from doing the things we want to do, because I know very intimately all those voices, all the reasons why it might not work, all the insecurity about what, pe what are people gonna say, 
what are they going to think about me? I had some of those last year with the podcast, like, you know, there might be people who think, wow, that's kind of like braggy or show off to think that you like that people are going to be interested in your podcast. You know, I have to go through those, that kind of mentality with everything I make. And the only difference from where I am now and where you might be is that I have had a lot of experience taking those curiosities, challenging myself to just try it and see what happens. And that's what the possibility lab is for. So um, because that feels like sort of a juicier place where my attention is this year, um, I'm not sure what what the podcast will look like. But if you're interested in the Possibilities Lab, maybe you want to start a podcast, maybe you want to start a business, but it could be as minor, at, not minor, it could be as private as learning how to be more honest with people, learning to say no. These are, I could go on and on about honesty, maybe that'll be the topic of an upcoming blog post. Um, but, you know, what is it that you want to do to make your life richer. I was also thinking of this phrase that same night when I woke up thinking about the curiosity wrapped inside a challenge. I thought about the possibilities lab is not a get rich quick scheme, but it's like a slow motion, enrich your life with meaning over a long period of time with tiny steps. So it's, it's not exactly the opposite of get rich quick, but instead of money it's the focus on meaning and it's not quick it's a very long process but a really satisfying one and I think a necessary one if you want to live a fulfilling life so if you're interested in the possibilities lab you can go to allhandsart.com I'll put a link below this and once you're on the website look under projects and it will be at the top of the menu there the podcast is there for all the other episodes that you want to look up. And I'd like to take this chance to thank the guests who came on my podcast last year. Um, the first two episodes were me introducing myself and challenging people once the pandemic hit with their someday challenge with our new time that we all pretty much had. Um, that was February and March. In April, I had Patty Carey. Uh, talking about the difference between being cured and being healed. In May, Brenna McDonald, my beloved flamenco teacher, was on talking about the nitty-gritty of building that performing arts business. Of course, this was in the middle of a pandemic when there was no performing arts. Um, in July, I had Randy and Erica Bell a husband-wife dynamo team in Oakland uh, running a co-working space and creative space and the ins and outs of their business. And um, my daughter Elena was on in August. We talked about how much is enough and our culture of where we don't really ask that question. It always seems to be about just more, more, more and the consequences of that. In September, Constance Moore was on. She's the one person who actually did recently have a published book come out that she illustrated. Um, and she also had some other interesting projects that she was working on. We had a fun conversation. And it ended up being a lot about the hero's journey, which is 
I think relevant to any kind of creative when you devote yourself to a creative life that is what you can expect in November uh, Kionda McWhorters was on it she is my yoga preacher friend um, who went from a life of actually being a preacher to sort of doing ministry on the mat through yoga and connecting with the body that was an important conversation and in December it was my friend Michelle Wren who's a massage therapist in a very integrated structural way she talked about her journey from actually working in construction and being interested in how things work inside to applying that to the body and the deep healing work that she does through massage so I want to thank all of those guests uh, who came on last year and had good conversations with me and thank you for listening I'm always interested in your responses I like to know whether and how my work resonates with people who listen or who read it is like the icing on the cake because it just makes it so much richer when it's a two-way street and I know that what I'm doing means something to somebody so um, I am open to your ideas about what you'd like to hear um, or just general feedback and for now this has been Pam Concier, Accidental Muralist Podcast and All Hands Art. Keep making stuff, sharing it, and together we will heal the world. Thanks. <laughs>